how does the Ja Morant possible suspension impact the Spurs? And is Houston ahead of San Antonio in their rebuild? You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Chris Sabat, and you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kens 5 San Antonio. I am glad to have you back. Always glad to have you guys back. You're always making the right choice coming back here at Locked On Spurs. We are part of the Locked On NBA Network. Your team every single freaking day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts. Ken's 5 Plus app, YouTube, and much, much more. So as you heard a little while ago, uh, what are we going to be talking about? Yeah, uh, the John Morant possible long-term suspension. Why that could possibly be a good thing for the Spurs as they're looking to get out of the depths of the NBA cellar and get back to the uh, cream of the crop in the Western Conference. And also, is for the Rockets, are there is there a rebuild ahead of the Spurs rebuild? They got they got Ime, we got Wimby. Which one's gonna win out? Who is helping me today? You know, it's a Rockets guy, so I got to talk to you, your Pleasure. You know, in the second segment, so uh, he is James Pleasure with San Antonio Sports Star. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at I am Pleasure. He is co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover, and he is my guy. Pleasure, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. What's up, my guy? How are you doing, Jeff? Look how it just lined up: a Houston topic, and then here you are. It's Here almost you like are. this was planned. It's almost as if like I talked to you about this before I hit record button. But <laughs> <laughs> by the way, shocker. Well, maybe not too much of a shocker, but I guess maybe it is a shock. It's not going to be heavy Wimby talk. Oh my goodness. I know. What? And be- I, I'm shocked by that. The fact that we aren't even getting into the fact that is Vegas already disrespecting Wimby. Oh. We we talked about that last uh, last episode of Locked On Spurs, and uh-huh. uh, yeah. So if you want to check that episode out, uh, just check uh, a couple of days ago. Did you and Jack one? No, that was me and Nick Mantis. Uh, I heard oh, okay. radios. Uh, Nick okay, Mantis. that's we, the one I missed. Yeah, okay. we, we tackled that one. And let's just say the disrespect is real. Pleasure, can you believe that? It's see. Jeez. I think the, I think the thing is Vegas. Yeah, doesn't see the thirty thousand foot view that I see. Thank you. Because yeah. drafting Wimby's not going to be the end of it for the Spurs. Between no. all those draft picks and all that cap space, mm-hmm. this team I think is going to look significantly different next year. Yeah, and I, I you know what, we're, we're going to talk about John Morant first, but why don't we just flip it? Let's talk about Houston uh, Spurs Wimby's. Since we're on a little bit of a Wimby talk right now. And ask about their rebuilds. Look, Houston's your team. By the way, everybody, James is a Rockets fan. He doesn't. I'm from Houston originally. He's from Houston originally. So I have can, much love for the Spurs. And he has much love for the Spurs. So let's make that very clear. I but, was driving Wimby to SA train harder than anyone. Exactly. So, but he still wears the red and white colors. So he's the perfect guy to ask this question. So both teams are on their rebuild. The Spurs yeah. are starting to get going through it. You know, uh, you know, last season, you guys pretty much hit the reset button a few seasons ago and been in top five. As soon as Harden wanted out, they hit the reset button. Right. So here they are. 
both Texas teams in their rebuilds. You guys mm-hmm. are a little bit of a head in the sense of a couple of ex- what do you got like two seasons on us uh with the Spurs and a rebuild? Yeah, they they ripcorded yeah. halfway th- about December of two seasons ago. Yeah. When Harden tried to force his way out of Houston wearing the fat suits and everything. And about <laughs> December, they threw they shipped him off to Brooklyn, and that was the start of the rebuild right there. All right. And obviously everybody knows the last year of the Spurs really hit the reset button, trading away DeJounte and Derek, you know, winning out the NBA lottery. We know who they're going to draft in just a few short weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's not let's start off with Houston. The Rockets yes. have a lot of young talent. A lot of young talent, a lot of top five, oh. top three picks. I and, mean, you just and, look at the talent on that team, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. It's Alperin Shingoon, it's Jalen yeah. Green, it's Jabari Smith, it's Ty Ty Washington, it's Tari Eason. Yeah. Like, they've got so much young, like right. two two years in the league or less talent. And then you add in Ime. Thank you. And that is the biggest coup you guys had is I adding think so too. Ime. How how much does that shorten the Houston rebuild? Knowing that you also guys you guys also have a uh, top uh, pick in this upcoming draft, they got a top four pick. They have Ime, and this I think the hiring of Ime after getting rid of Stephen uh, Silas is the biggest is the biggest indicator that they are ready to move forward with this rebuild right. because Ime's not a coach that's really gone through a rebuild, whether mm-hmm. he was in San Antonio or up in uh, Boston. Yeah. He's ready to win when he gets there, which tells me, remember, they've still got all of Brooklyn's future firsts mm-hmm. and pick swaps available right. to them. There's a good chance that they can do exactly what the Spurs can do which is throw a bunch of picks at someone that I don't know might not want to be where they're at. That might have some continuity with head coach Ime Udoka. Yeah, that may be looking for a supermax deal that another team might not be willing to give two of those out mm-hmm. to the same guys where it hasn't worked. <laughs> well, and I also look at this too. This past and season, if I'm being too sp- vague. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jalen. Well, you know, the Spurs, if they want to go that route, they can definitely. Uh, no, I'm talking uh, about Houston because of Eme. Right. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. That's obviously the big link, too. But in the Spurs sense, you know, they've had that relationship with Boston. Derek White, they made a deal mm-hmm. with that. Uh, they're, they're, you know, they definitely have the war chest to play with the big boys when it comes to making mm-hmm. trades. But like, circling back to Houston, though, I you see the Rockets and their young guys. They have about two, two and a half seasons of experience up on the young core in San Antonio who barely got their first, you know, steps into the deep end of the pool last sure. season. Do you think that pushes Houston in the in the race to end the rebuild over San Antonio? Is that a no, factor? No. no, because remember, Houston has not been competing. So these kids don't know what trying to win in the NBA is. Mm -hmm. And you could tell it's taken its toll on that team. You know, let me ask you this, though. Do you think the Steven Silas coaching era was actually maybe a detriment? It very well, it very well could have been. Because Mm -hmm. while I liked the hire at first, it was clear after that 
first year that mm-hmm. like this was orchestrated and they were trying to be bad. But sure. then when you thought they were going to try and take their steps this year, it just didn't happen right. at all. And yeah. I think that's the main reason he's gone. And there was this disconnect with him and the players and you could, you could see it on the floor. You could, you heard all about it in the locker mm-hmm. rooms, like him crying and just right. not being able to get the players to do wow. the things that he wanted. I don't think Ime is going to have that problem, but it is going to be extremely difficult to break a losing culture mm-hmm. without infusing some talent in terms of proven winners because it is it is hard to break that mentality look at sacramento even mm-hmm. they had like people that they brought in that have been part of winning cultures like right. harrison barnes like they they have people that have been there and done that and kind of bring them along their way the rockets don't have anybody like that on their team everybody is lucky if they if they can get into an 18 and up only club <laughs> well, yeah, that goes for the Spurs too. You know, they 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 got a bunch of kids too. And they, by the way, they're going to get even another teenager. And I'll grant you, this teenager is, you know, the next coming. Supposedly, we'll find out. Mm-hmm. You know, in a few but months. Remember, but the difference between the Rockets' young core and the Spurs' young core is the Spurs' young core has guys that have kind of gone through a little bit of stuff, like Keldon mm-hmm. Johnson. He was yeah. there while DeJounte, while they're still trying to win. You, mm-hmm. uh, they were around Derek White, who's been right. a part of the winning culture. Like They've been around players that know what it takes and have seemingly been able to at least, if not learn, like have lessons taught to them while they were young. This year was an aberration. And mm-hmm. also, it was willful. So I don't think any of those bad habits rubbed off the way they have on the Rockets' young players, which the only thing they know is this because it's the only thing they've been told what to do. So right. they don't know how to win. Like the Spurs players, at least, have had competing for play-ins, competing in the bubble, competing. Like, they've been competing. This mm-hmm. was the first year where they ripped the court every, everything. Yeah. So this is the aberration to them. Winning is an aberration to the Rockets players. They don't know what that right. is. All they know is trying to be comically bad. We're talking with James Pledger. He is with San Antonio Sports Star, co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover. He's going to brag about his show later on on this <laughs> episode of Locked On Spurs. Hey, I want to talk to you about Game Time. You want to go to GameTime.co right now. Look, buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is fast and the easiest way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, and theater that you want to go to. They got killer deals, last-minute tickets, best price guaranteed. Stop stressing over tickets. Start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. They got flash deals, so you always get those tickets that you need at the last second. You get images of seat views, lowest price guaranteed, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, so much more. So forget planning in months in advance for games, whether it be football, basketball, concerts, baseball, comedy, whatever. Game time guarantee means that you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Tickets are sent directly to your phone. You'll never have the date through your email. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code LOCKEDONNBA for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, 
create an account and redeem code locked on NBA for 20 bucks off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with James Pledger. He is with San Antonio Sports Star. Follow him on Twitter at I am Pledger. We thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. You guys are the everydayers. Tomorrow's show, shocker, everybody, probably be Wimby. Likely it will be Wimby. <laughs> so there it is. So more Wimby as we get closer to the draft lottery. But right now we're talking about Houston versus San Antonio, which rebuild is ahead of each other's team. Now, we were talking about Ime and, and, and you're talking about the kids in Houston, you know, not trying to win. And I think that's where the Spurs perhaps have a, a bit of a leg up. We'll get to the big leg up in just Me a too. while. Is that the coaching during that segment you had Steven Silas didn't work out. This young core had Popovich and it, mm-hmm. it could explode. So I think you, in this essence, you give them the edge of the Spurs. So you bump them up a bit ahead of Houston. In terms of who's ahead in the rebuild, yeah. I think it's I think it's San Antonio and I think Victor Really? I think it's closer. I think it's close though. I think it's close. Yeah. But between having pop because if we're going who has the better head coach, you would mm-hmm. obviously say the Spurs. Right. But as much as I love Ime Udoka, what he did up in Boston in his one year there, finally getting you know, to take over the helm, leading a team to the finals. I think he's a great young up and coming coach. You can't argue against the GOAT. Like, so if you're giving head to head on who's got the better coach, it's it's San Antonio. It's San Antonio, right. I think the up and coming coach that may be better at relaying to the younger players, maybe not, is Ime Udoka, but still like coaching falls towards san antonio and then you start just looking at the the players on the roster mm-hmm. and wimby is a massive coup you're talking about a person yeah that in the nba all it takes is one player right and this is the one player that literally everyone was trying to get this year and the spurs yeah. won him and include the rockets owner who, who was drunk in the streets of new orleans saying go Wimby, yeah, go Pray Victor. For yeah, Victor. pray for Victor. Right. That was what he said at Mardi Gras. <laughs> tanked, tanked off his Tank. butt. You but um, as you know, I want to circle back before we get to the 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 big elephant in the room or the I say the the that's, tall giraffe in the room. I think San Antonio's ahead because uh, on top of everything, no stars, no nobody's clamoring to play right. with Jalen Green or Alperin Shingoon or even Jabari Smith. You've heard superstars in this league. Like, we we talked about it on Locked On Spurs. The second it happened, Damon Lillard was like, I'm listening. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he was quick about so, that. Like, superstars already mm-hmm. want to play with Victor Wimbanyama. And they're already That's in awe of him. Like, LeBron James is in awe of him. Yeah, LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Like, these are players that have said, like, Giannis said he was going to be a problem, a big, 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 big problem to Serge Ibaka on his podcast. Yeah. And this was over a year ago. LeBron James earlier this year said that he is an alien, not mm-hmm. a unicorn, because unicorns, we've seen that on the floor. This yeah. guy is not that. Yeah. And then we have Dame Lillard and others talking about wanting to play with him. Like, 
Nobody's clamoring to play with Jalen Green. Nobody's cl- clamoring to play with Jabari Smith. Nobody's clamoring sure. to play with but Alfred. They, but players could say they wouldn't mind being coached by Ime. There's that. Sure, but there's that. The, but you have Pop. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's why I think it's close. That's why I think it's if close. You're, if you're talking about like the which way the scale's gonna tip, players are gonna want to play with Victor for Pop. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be any tiebreaker is going to be won by San Antonio when you're talking about adding mid-level, high-level, any kind of level, free agents, trades, players, period. Like they, San Antonio yeah. has the trump card. So if we break it down before we get to the alien, it's it's young core. Plus you know, Devin and Kelvin. Right, but yeah, you look at young core. So I'm not including Wemby right now. I'm talking about current wet, uh, young core, Houston versus San Antonio. They might be on par, but you give San Antonio the edge because of the coaching uh, I, advantage. I think it's a little further than on. Like they're they're not neck and neck, and I'm barely leaning this way because of one or the other. Yeah, Wemby is that big of a factor. And then you look at what Shohan did being named to the all rookie mm-hmm. team, uh, the rising star challenge, whatever, and the all rookie team. Right. Like you got him paired with Devin Vassell, who I keep telling you this, this year was willful. And I will continue to say yeah. this until people understand when we saw this team at full strength, which wasn't often, they started five and two, then started low managing Devin Vassell because of his mm-hmm. knee then had him go under the knife and he missed most of the year. Then they come back full strength and they lay it on Denver, who is in the NBA finals right now. Like when they played at full strength and weren't resting people or putting weird lineups out at the end of games to try and lose purposefully because they did. Nobody can convince me otherwise. Look what they did here. When this team was at full strength, they were so much better than people give them credit for. People are pointing to the 22 wins this year. Mm-hmm. They were at least a 32-win team. If they oh, were. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you there. This team was a lot better so, than the record showed if they were healthy. They but, did that for yeah. this and in, in an instance to get what happened. So right. everything worked. And I think Victor's coming into a better made situation than mm-hmm. people including vegas going back to la- the right. your previous locked on spurs podcast uh podcast i think nobody's giving them that respect because they only see them as wow they were tied for the worst record in right. the league with yeah. detroit and houston they must be awful and not seeing the bigger scope of the picture mm-hmm. which was the fact that San Antonio probably a should have won at least 10 more games because when this team was fully functioning, healthy and played like they should in an NBA game, this team was actually really, really good. And I guarantee you, if you take a look at minutes, players, you know, non low managing, non funny lineups at the end, if you just saw regular lineups throughout Mm -hmm. the course of a game, San Antonio's record was probably not only a winning record, but a really good record. Right. And and then we get to the alien himself. And I think that just pushes the Spurs rebuild ahead of San ahead of a Houston right there. Oh, you, so you, far. yeah. Yeah. You throw in Wemby, it's it's done. It's a done deal. You you parent with Pop. Uh he's in the perfect situation. Uh, you know, the Spurs are going to take their time with him and not rush him. Not to say that Houston would have done that as well if they had won the lottery, but 
Wemby is the trump card. Of course, as much as, as good as Ime as a coach is and as good as, good as those young kids are in Houston, Ime still can't go on the court and play. Those kids have For the to. Rockets and Spurs, yeah. it's going to come down to one thing. What they do with all of those draft picks in terms mm-hmm. of trading for proven right. talent to help pull this youth out of where they're at on top of what they do with their free agent right. money. Because like let's those just say, are the two aspects right. in which are going to determine the two rebuilds. And let's just say that Houston swings for the fences and they talk with Portland and they swing a deal for Dame. That pushes their rebuild ahead of the curve fast. And then you're thinking, okay, whose rebuild is better or going to further along Houston or San mm-hmm. Antonio. So yeah, things like that. So I think it, it all, as of this recording, we'll, we'll have San Antonio ahead in their rebuild of Houston, yes. but Houston could leapfrog them if they swing deals the right way. But since San Antonio could do the same, you know, they could be, sure. it's like that old say, like that, 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 the jingle uh, pleasure. You know, whatever you can do, I can do, I better. Can do better. Yeah, that's the what old this Michael is. Jordan one. And that's what it feels like. Oh, you're going to go for a big name to star because you got a war chest? Well, Houston, hate to break it to you, so does San Antonio's. Uh, so, and I think San Antonio's is actually bigger. That's what she because said. Not only do you have your <laughs> own picks, but remember, thanks to the DeJounte Murray trade that so many people love to bash, yeah. You have unprotected Atlanta picks as well. Wow. Well, at the end of the day, the future is bright for both teams. But the brighter future right now is San Antonio. He is James Pleasure. He is with San Antonio Sports Star. And follow him on Twitter at I am Pleasure. When we get back, we're going to chat about the Ja Morant situation and how that could possibly help the Spurs next season right here on Lockdown Spurs. But, hey, I want to talk to you about Mudslingers Drive-Thru Coffee. San Antonio, you got to go there right now. 2404,000 Oaks Drive, open every day, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. They got it all there. You need a caffeine fix? Check. You need a dairy alternative? Check. You need a Red Bull-infused lightning bolt drink that's named after Wemby called the Alien? Well, they got it there, too. Uh, you cannot go wrong by going to Muslinger's drive through Coffee. They have so many drinks for you to enjoy from regular coffee to lattes. The list goes on and on. And they got the OG OJ. Us 80s babies like James and I, we Mm -hmm. remember walking around Windsor Park Mall, South Park Mall, Ingram Park Mall, North Star Mall, North Star Mall, carrying around that Orange Julius. Well, it's back and you can only get it at uh, Mudslingers Drive Through Coffee. I, I had the honor to name it. So I was very happy about that. So when they asked me, what do you want to name it? I go, well, it does bring us back memories of being the OGs in San Antonio. Oh, there it is, the OG OJ. So, <laughs> James, I think you had it already too, right? I you did. Had it. Yeah, how was it? It reminded me of being at North Star Mall. Like it, I remember going to that Orange Julius tucked away in the corner over there, and it tasted just like because Mike brought it. Yeah, and I just went. We're back. Well, Whoa. we're back. We're back in Ingram Park Mall. <laughs> I, I, this tastes like memories. <laughs> so make sure to go to Muslingers Drive Through Coffee right now. Twenty four zero four thousand Oaks Drive. Find them on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok at Muslingers STX. Life is too short for bland coffee. And uh, let's going to wrap up this episode of Locked On Spurs and talk about the John Moran situation. 
Uh, as everybody knows, uh, John Moran got in trouble again. Uh, you know, gun video. Uh, Adam Silver Ooh. spoke about it ahead of the NBA Finals and alluded to or pretty much said, yeah, it, the hammer is going to be dropped soon. And that's what it feels like. Uh, this could help the Spurs in the sense of if the Spurs do have a good season, unlike what Vegas projects, <laughs> my goodness, if Vegas falls out of that top eight, top six, top seven, not going to be surprised if the Spurs are the team to replace the Grizzlies next season, James. Not at all. Um, I've talked about this. A, the Spurs are a little bit better than I, I believe people are giving them credit for. But at the same time, this could be a year-long suspension, I believe, wow. from John Moran. I remember wow. we were talking about this, and I said, Adam Silver said in his press conference, which really perked my ears, is our investigation uncovered additional issues. And I was like, Yikes. yeah. That's not good, especially <laughs> when he was prodded and asked in a follow-up that if he regretted kind of not being harsh enough with his first yeah. and giving him the time served kind of aspect with it. So <laughs> that leads me to believe that the NBA is going to set a precedence to make sure that things like this don't happen again. And yeah. where do you hit an NBA player the hardest? You hit them in their pocket. How do you hit an NBA player in their pocket mm -hmm. when they're making that much money? When you Her take game, away yeah. a season like that, you take away the possibility of all NBA teams that keep him from making money, mm -hmm. which would super max him out. And you can't do that if you're not playing. On top of that, you don't want him to be a story in the second half of the season. Like, oh, the Memphis is treading water. Here comes mm -hmm. John Morant to possibly be the savior because that was kind of the expectations forced upon him right. in the situation he was in this year, mm -hmm. which led him to kind of relapsing into the same kind of pattern that he was in. He needs to get real help, and I think he just needs to kind of be out of the spotlight for a little bit. Yeah, and look, uh, you hope that Jaw gets his act together. You know, Memphis and the NBA, they all, you know, fix the situation. But again, this could help the Spurs next season. You look at the, the landscape as of this recording, obviously trades and draft picks and what have you changes everything overnight. Well, Kyrie's of, trying to recruit LeBron yeah, to Dallas. Exactly. So what does that mean for the Lakers yeah, in the playoffs? Exactly. So things could change, but as of this recording, you know, Denver will be back. There's no doubt about that. Sure. Uh, you know, Phoenix will have a resurgence. So there's yep. two spots already right there. Even though yeah. I hate Frank Vogel as a coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's for a whole other episode. <laughs> um, you know that uh, the Lakers, well, as of right now, the Lakers will probably be the mix. The Clippers could be in the mix as well, depending if Kawhi wants to be a part-time player again. So there's <laughs> four teams already right there. Okay. So then you got Dallas. As I mentioned Dallas, yeah, no, I didn't think much of Dallas. So that's five. So well, Dallas didn't even make it this year. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but Dallas will probably be in the mix. You know, you you depending if Kyrie is still there, you know, maybe they get some some chemistry with he and Luca. So there's five right there. Then there's Portland, but I think they're going to pull the ripcord. 
I think they're probably if, if they don't move Dame, they may even just... if they don't. I'm not. That's not a a team that I think contends. Dame right. by himself isn't enough. Yeah, and then there's Memphis. So there's your team that slips out. And Utah probably. I don't know about Utah. They're, they're so weird. Every year they start Utah, off strong and they fizzle out. Utah's a wild card, but don't yeah. forget about Oklahoma City. They took big strides this yeah. year, and they're getting Chet Holmgren back. Yeah. So, yeah, the Spurs, you know, with the John Moran situation, could find another avenue to perhaps get into the higher seeding of the play-in tournament, or dare I say that sixth spot, James? Or am I pushing it too much? I Look, I look at the... Yeesh. I look at the NBA records right now and I said, I said this um, a little bit earlier that I think that they were 32 wins without uh, if they would have been trying all season. Mm -hmm. And if they're at 32, I think Victor adds probably about 10 to 15 wins for them. So that puts them in the 44 to 42. 42 to 44 range yeah that gets them anywhere from eight to five that's nice that's a nice cushion it's a really good good and, and if you do we don't you, know if we don't know if sacramento can yeah duplicate what they did it's different yeah. coming up from nowhere as opposed to being the hunted yeah and then you and especially if the spurs do make the a high seeded play in or uh, the bottom of the play off spots, like your five or six, that'll put a smile on Wimby, who made it very clear he wants to win sooner rather than later. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. I know it's locked on Spurs, but if there are any Houston Rockets fans out there, if you disagree with us about the Spurs being ahead of the rebuild, let us know. Or, hey, you just really honestly believe taking off your Spurs colored glasses that yeah, maybe Houston is ahead. Or the Spurs are ahead. Let us know. You can let James know on Twitter at I am Pleasure. You can let me know on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. James, you got a few minutes, buddy. Tell us about Saturday morning hangover. Uh, Saturday morning hangover. Me, Jack Thompson, Katie Goodman. We just uh, get you ready for your sports weekend. Wrap up, wrap up all of some of the biggest stories of the week, and just try and entertain you. You know, get you through your your Saturday morning if you had a rough night the night before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, or, or perhaps celebrating in a few weeks, you know, for the 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 obvious pick that Spurs are going to make celebrating hey, with we're James. Just a couple of, we're a couple of weeks away and it's couple all weeks. final. We're talking yep, and it's all done. It's not with the most the hurdle we got across. The most exciting anticlimactic draft the Spurs have had in a while. We're excited for what we know is coming. So, but it's almost <laughs> official Spurs fans. Wemby will be wearing silver and black. And we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day, free and available wherever you get a podcast. Tomorrow's show. Actually, I do know what we're talking about. We're, we're going to be talking about Wemby, but Dr. Ryan McCorkle is back. He's going to be talking about Wemby and uh, other aspects of uh, him entering fi- the physical side of things and the mental side of things of his transition into the NBA. But for James Pleasure, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.